Hello, everyone, and welcome to the NBA Top Shot Weekly Tip-Off Show, brought to you by OTMNFT.com. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at Own the Moment, and this is episode 43 of the podcast. On this show, we update you on all the news and information you need heading into this week in NBA Top Shot. And as always, I'm joined by my co-founder, the man that spent a week with me in the woods, finding our souls and shaking off that Indy 500 hangover. We've got Justin Herzig. Justin, how are we doing? Uh, the, the level of meditation, the cold plunges at 7 a.m., the uh, reflective, uh, that was quite the week, something I never would have done otherwise and something we'll give, uh, we'll give the community a little insight into what we were doing and why we had to miss last week's Wednesday show. Yes, we will, we will talk, that, talk through that very shortly. Also, we'll explain why I'm in a different location here tonight. But first, we've got to introduce our very special guest for this evening. This is a man who is an OG in the Top Shot community. He's got a top 10 account, over 10,000 moments, and has a collector score of over half a million. He recently started a podcast with Steve, a.k.a. Veerman, called Courtside Collectors. We have Justin, a.k.a. Library, with us tonight. Justin, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Cool. We've got a, whew, we got a lot to cover tonight, guys. We are going to go through a little bit of the, the rise that we've seen in the market over the past couple of days. We're going to talk through the MGLE pack drop that happened earlier today. We're going to talk through Roham's office hours from Friday. We're going to get into our big announcement here at OTM, and we are going to end the show with a rising stars pack opening and giveaway, and of course, the underdog weekly pickup. Oh my goodness, that really is a packed agenda. I mean, I can pretty much guarantee you're going to like the show, so you might as well hit the like button now. With that kind of agenda, I see no reason why we're not going to like it. Justin, oh man, library. I can't, I can't just kick it to Justin. Oh no, right. yeah. Library. <laughs> I didn't plan for that one. You library. know what, just call me Dave. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> library, why don't you- uh, New name every five yeah, seconds. Steve 2.0. <laughs> why don't you, you give the people a little bit of, we'll give you a shill spot here. Talk through- what you and Steve and uh, your other partner have going on over at Courtside Collector so that the people can check you out. Yeah, so me and two buddies just started up uh, Courtside Collectors. It's like a YouTube channel where we're talking about NBA Top Shot with some collectors. Uh, you know, first episode we got was uh, with Harrison Barnes. So, you know, we're setting the bar pretty high. Uh, we just recorded another episode yesterday with um, a very famous comedian. Um, who happened to be uh, a Top Shot collector anyway. So, you know, the idea there with uh, Quartzite Collectors is that we're mostly not talking about money. Like, we're trying to talk about, you know, the collecting aspect and the moments and kind of having fun with it. Nice. Love it. I'm now, my, my gears are grinding. Famous comedian that's been involved in Top Shot. I, uh, I mean, there's Pete Overs at, but like, eh, you know, like um now i'm curious and uh what, what's your way of kind of getting in touch with uh some of these people obviously harrison barnes has been fantastic for the platform and he's really been involved in a lot of these challenges as a collector and uh you know you know um and then you've also got this unknown comedian yeah well it, it's pretty funny even i mean just thinking back to like tyrese halliburton tyrese slid into my dms like a while a while back because because i commented on some on something on his on his twitter and then he slid into my DMs. And then like two seconds later, we're talking on Discord. And it's like, oh, okay, that just happened. And with with a comedian, uh, yeah, it was it was kind of well, it was different, but the comedian slid into my DMs and I didn't even notice for months. And then like, you know, I was going through all like all the unread messages and realized, oh, 
I know this person, like they're amazing. Like I have to connect with this person. Oh, that's hilarious. Is this person a Knicks fan? <laughs> no. Nah, okay. We'll have to play a hundred questions later on, but oh, this just keeps getting better. I'm excited, but uh, no, I really enjoyed you guys' first pod. Um, you know, I think Veerman was our very first guest when we started this show back in January. Um, and so, you know, fantastic to see, um, you know, you guys teaming up. Um, and I don't actually know too much about your kind of third partner there. So looking forward to kind of getting to know him a little better too, as the show kind of continues to evolve. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Everyone go check them out. Ryan says TJ seems extra fired up today. I am. I had a whole week off. Like, come on, <laughs> I'm ready to go. We, uh, TJ and I, both actually, all three of us missed on the MGLE packs. And, uh, but you know what? There's no negativity here. There's no, no downside. You know what this is, TJ? Water? Glass half full? There it is. This is a Let's glass go. half full. Wow. And we are vibing tonight. Yeah. We are vibing tonight. All right. I, I do want to, to get into the announcement that we have here at Own the Moment. So let's go ahead. And I am. Very, very happy to announce that here at Own the Moment, we are going to be participating in the Techstars Sports Accelerator Program this summer. So what this is, there are 11 companies, 11 startups that are going to be participating in this over the course of the next three months. We're going to be exposed to an awesome, awesome network of mentors, of people that are going to to really help take Own the Moment and this entire community to the next level. So that is why Justin and I were out last week. We were doing a, a bit of a retreat with the other founders in the program. I'm repping the Techstar Sports shirt here. I am in Indianapolis, hanging out in the Techstar's office and I will be here all summer long. So just wanted to, to share this and really thanks to, to everyone that has supported us over the past couple of months. I mean. We would, we would certainly not be where we are without all of the support from the community. And it, it's, really, it's really kind of surreal and amazing that, that we've gotten to this stage. And I mean, for me personally, I, I am happy to announce that this is now my full-time job and I am going to be operating full-time as a CEO of Own the Moment. And we are, are truly excited to see where the next step of this journey takes us. So just said a lot of words there, Justin, but I'm going to kick it over to you so that you can add your color as well. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And um, just to give a little more explanation, so what Techstars is, because I see Corey has that question, um, but it's an accelerator program. And so there's a few of these out in Silicon Valley. You've got Y Combinator, you've got 500 startups. And predominantly what they do is they work with startups um, to you know, kind of give them that level of growth. Um, it's all companies that have a kind of valuation between somewhere like $3 million to $10 million. There involves the three-month program where we'll end up actually be partnering with, um, having meetings with the NBA, the NFL, the NCA. We had the indie racing conversations already and going to continue that, um, as well as just a large range of mentors. Um, I think Jonathan Bales and Peter Jennings were actually involved with Fantasy Labs, and that went through this accelerator, I think, two years ago. And so they're two of the mentors part of this program as well, um, as well as a lot of, um, you know, previous athletes. Uh, some of the guys, I think Dinwiddie is actually involved in one of the mentors Vandal as well. CEO. Vandal yeah. CEO. Um, and so really, it's just a great way to kind of say like, hey, uh, they invest in us as a company. And then they also in return, uh, provide that level of networks, relationships, um, larger just 
growth hacking and just how to really be successful. So we are extremely excited for this. And as TJ said, like, I really want to echo, um, we are extremely, uh, you know, grateful for everything that you all have done for us as well. Um, you know, we wouldn't be here today if there wasn't such a strong and engaging and vigorous and, you know, community around this entire space. And uh, you guys honestly continue to give us that motivation to continue doing this every day. Uh, one of our mantras, we're always going to continue to remain focused on that community and continue to build offering services that really help you all along your top shot and NFT journeys. Uh, so I do want to say thank you. I do want to say this is exciting. And they do give us a little money. So that just means more giveaways for all of you. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite a lot of giveaways. But uh, yeah, thanks to everyone for the support. We look forward to, to wherever this journey takes us next. I think that the, the NFT space in general is just getting started. And we're going to be along for the ride wherever, wherever that goes. So OTM to the moon. Techstar is going to help us get it there. This community going to help us get it there. Okay, I think that is enough here. Let's talk about some Top Shot. Yes. Let's see. Hold on. If I my next slide button would work. Oh, I guess I got to click. There we go. All right. News and notes. <laughs> so we received some feedback this week that our site was broken because all of the sets pages were in the green. Emergency situation from one of our viewers. We, we went in, we tried to hack it, and we, we thought, you know what? We would like this feature to stay forever. I think Justin put that in a tweet to someone else. But uh, yeah, what we have seen, and this was, was from one of our tweets the other day, but a lot of positive movement in the marketplace. The Cool Cats was leading the way, largely with relation to the, the collector score requirement for the MGLE pack drop. So we'll kick it over to you, Library. What are your, your thoughts on the recent rise and uptick that we've seen in the market? And do you think that this is here to stay or just a short-term increase? Um, I mean, good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I think that we're going to see a little more of this with the Hollow Pack. I think, you know, they're going to have a very high collector score, I think, requirement for that one. So I think you'll, you'll continue to see this short-term. Um, and then, you know, clearly in the off season and everything, they're going to be like, there's going to be more and more, um, you know, run of backpacks and et cetera, et cetera, to keep us, you know, Dapper does a great job of like stringing us along to the next pack, next challenge, everything. So, you know, uh, there's always going to be more things that you kind of want to get. Um, but, you know, this collector score stuff, I, I think, I think there's going to be like, you know, there's obviously going to be a bit of a, a spike because, uh, you know, people need to get to that, I guess, maybe magic number, right, of 2,500 or get the collect, uh, cool cats. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think this is definitely like a little uh, spike. But um, over time, I think it's also just organically going to keep going up. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if I'm phrasing that right. But, you know, or organically, I think there's still going to be like, you know, uh, demand that's going to, you know, make people want to collect different, uh, you know, different sets in different moments. Yeah, and there's a comment from James here, and Justin, I think that you had had referenced this before, right, about the, the buy-sell numbers being negative, but I think you had a, a pretty interesting perspective as to why that's not necessarily a bad thing or a bad indicator. So can you touch on that a bit? Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, it's, it's something that I guess in you know traditional markets and a lot of other markets, under, uh, having an understanding of how many unique buyers and how many unique sellers is indicative of kind of whether you're just going to see market growth or kind of market decline. Um, and so uh, there's one person on Twitter who kind of every single day puts out the exact same thing of how many buyers, how many sellers, and that kind of gets some momentum and then other people kind of jump around it. But I was just trying to kind of take a think, you know, a thought on that. And 
we're almost always going to have more unique seller than buyers for a couple different reasons. So the first one that I was talking about is passive versus active. If you want to go make some purchases right now and be active, you very much can. And I can go buy 20 moments. Now, the chances are, if I buy those 20 moments, they're going to come from 20 different sellers. Maybe there's slight overlap, but in general, I'm buying just all these and they're just sitting there. And that allows the, you know, because of that, you're going to see 20 sellers, one unique buyer. That's not a bad thing for the market that I want to go buy that. And then if other people go do it, like that ratio doesn't completely change. So that's kind of bias there. The second is, the way that mark moments hit the marketplace is through these pack drops. So what we just saw a pack drop today of um, what, 50, a little over 5,000 of them. Each pack had what? I don't know. I haven't gotten a freaking premium pack in forever, so I can't tell you, but I think five moments. Um, but you're looking then at around 25,000 moments. So now that those 25,000 moments hit the marketplace. Those are also 25,000 moments across 5,000 users. If I, who didn't get a pack, want to go buy more of them, I, I'm going to go buy, but same thing. You now have all these sellers that are spread out and why are there diversification among sellers is because you could only get five moments in a pack and maybe some people want to go sell them. And still it's always going to be that there's more sellers and buyers in this, you know, the way that the marketplace is set up. Maybe if you get to a different, like a bid style or something that changes, but end of the day, it's just not a great metric when we're complaining to complain about, oh, there's more sellers than buyers because it's not really indicative of much. Yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, like I may have I may have fed into this early, too, with um, this narrative that having more uh, more sellers and buyers is a negative thing. Like I, I, th I think I contributed to that like months ago, months, like months and months and months ago. So like that was just on a whim like that instinctively when I saw it, I'm like, oh, more sellers than buyers. That just, that seems bad. Right. right. But I don't think that's the case because, you know, we have, um, you know, we definitely have power users, right? We have, we have, we have users that buy um, more than other people, not every buyer and seller are equal. So, you know, it just depends on quality, not quantity. Right. And when the moments are getting initially put into the market, distributed fairly evenly. And especially if you talk, take a look at like three moments for a common pack and then those are put in the marketplace, like the most you're getting is three and then you're putting them out there. So if anybody starts buying at all, you're going to be buying from different people. Um, and so that's just something, it's not that big of a deal because if people complain, they complain like it's whatever. It's not like actually shifting the market or anything. But I do think that people are you know, knowledgeable in this stuff it should be something that you want to kind of start questioning and library. I don't blame you at all. Like I'm same thing, probably like, you know, traditional markets, in it. but it wasn't until recently that I started actually thinking like, you know, Hey, maybe we shouldn't do the things the way that we always have. And maybe this actually doesn't make that much sense. Yeah. I, I think something that's kind of related to this that I haven't really seen um, mentioned is the availability of moments. Like if there's, you know, 2000 of a particular moment, but there's only hundred, hundred in the marketplace. I haven't really seen that ratio because like percent of, of them available in the marketplace seems that seems like that seems relevant like how many what's the percent of series one stuff that's actually in the marketplace like i i don't know i i don't know if there's if there's a tool that does that but it, it just tells you like how many are being hodled and how many aren't i like that we can definitely find that out um i'm looking right now like spreadsheets and i'm just taking a quick look at um listings right now so let me do it real quick Dividing listings by, let's go with it owned, uh, probably ownership makes sense. Um, so what I'm just doing it right now is for the MGLEs that we just saw came out. 
And uh, mm -hmm. in general, we're seeing around 14% of the own moments are being listed. Um, I think that's noteworthy because, so A, 14% is a little higher than we're used to seeing. Usually we're seeing somewhere around like that nine to 11%. Uh, but also a lot of that reason is because they just went for sale. And I'm not sure if there's a cool down right now, but you may not be able to go up and buy those. But to your point, it'll be interesting, A, just for this initial release to see over the next couple of days, how that kind of changes for market availability. And it makes me want to kind of go do a side project to see what you're saying, where across sets, which sets are most in demand, which ones are being held and are huddled, as you said. And I'm, there's obviously going to be a correlation between the older the moment, um, the less available, because the ones that just came out now are all pretty much, you know, it's an active user, you know, they're paying attention to that moment. The ones from earlier on are people who may not be as active. They've already made the decision that they're going to be holding long term. Um, but I do think across like current versions, um, you know, current stuff, it's a good metric. And I did see someone respond, uh, James Kennedy, who initially made the comment, um, who kind of responded to our conversation around, but if you think those moments have long-term value, they wouldn't sell those moments. Yes, agreed, but also there's people buying those moments and every purchase is a one-to-one -one sale. That's not the fact. We can't be indicative around an individual sale because it's always gonna be one buyer and one seller. What we're really looking at is across the entire spectrum, when a moment is purchased, then what is that actual makeup or the composition um, of you know, that buyer attitude, I guess we'd say. And it's more, it's not indicative of demand or not indicative of people wanting to get rid of their moments. It's just a matter of there's always gonna be more supply um, because of the way they're introduced the market and the passive versus active nature. I don't wanna rehash that too much more, but hopefully that landed. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, let's let's pivot on into the MGLE pack drop. So I think on the on the call here, the three of us and producer group behind the scenes went one for four, which is pretty in line with I think we said that about twenty percent or so of people. Man, I just hate when the math is correct. Like it's almost it's almost like that's a real thing. Although I think I saw in some of our Twitter comments that people still think that it's rigged and that the same people get packs all the time. So maybe that's why you never get a pack, Justin. It's just the system is rigged against you. Nobody wants you to get any pack outside of a base pack. And, you know, it just is what it is. But I'm convinced, yeah, I'm convinced it's, the, it's the Dwight Howard. You know, they realized that they accidentally helped me out too much with the Dwight Howard. And uh, now instead of whitelisting me to be able to gift, they're just blacklisting me to All not be able to ever get a premium pack. All the equity came in one spot. But yeah, so we had the, the pack drop earlier today, <clears throat> had the, the rare pack price. Kind of a throwback price of, of $24, just over 5,000 of them available. Again, as we said, collector score of 2,500 was needed. And we did a, a quick look at the prices shortly after the drop. So this was as of about 45 minutes ago. At this point, we've got KD, of course, leading the way there at 1740 and seeing, seeing prices across the board here. You can, of course, go to otmnft.com to check out the, the remainder of the prices in this set. But... Justin, I'll kick it to you first. What was your initial thoughts on these prices? How did they compare to what you were kind of projecting behind the scenes and uh, any any surprises that you're seeing? Yeah, so we didn't put anything out for this um, on purpose. We didn't want to just, you know, kind of just want to let things settle and stuff. I think we're still going to find a way to kind of release these a bit more to the OTM community, but definitely didn't want to put these on Twitter. Uh, in general, these are a little higher than what we were initially forecasting, um, but I still think a lot of that's because it just hit the market, um, but still um, like in, in, in the ballpark. Um, I think 
there's some solid moments in these MGLEs. And then we also know that they have utility value um, because of the rewards that we're expecting. Um, so overall, it's more of just kind of a, uh, a watching perspective and see how they kind of uh, go from there. Library, I know that you are a you know big into challenges, uh, doing a lot of the higher value ones. Um, have you slowed down at all? Are you continuing to stand the pace? Do you have plans to complete this one in the hollow? What are you kind of thinking? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely keen to, to do like all the challenges I can. Um, I heard that with this one, they're doing something like flexible. I'm not totally sure of what the latest news was, was there. We, we don't know. They said there, you were going to have an opportunity to earn the rewards, but we don't truly know what that means. Uh, so whether or not there's going to be a traditional challenge, whether it's going to be some form of a showcase quest or something new that we haven't seen, we're not quite sure. Um, but I think you can have some level of confidence that there will be some form of utility value for these, but we'll find out. Yeah, I was thinking about it a little bit earlier and like, wouldn't it be cool because they kind of hinted that they might bring series one moments into the into the play. So would it be crazy to think that they're gonna have some sort of dynamic challenge where, you know, maybe you need five of these, uh, sorry, five moments of, you know, from this pool, and then you also need like, five series one moments or something, uh, MGLEs or something. I, I'm not totally sure. Right. It has to work, it has to work out, right? Because like a LeBron MGLE, I guess, is a reward. So it would have to be something uh, that, that meets a certain mm, price point, I guess. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay. And um, I think if they do that, we can have confidence the bottleneck will still be these MGLEs. And what I mean by that is I don't expect them to be like, hey, you need to go get the Bradley Beal S2 MGLE, and you also need the Bradley Beal S1 MGLE because we know that S1 MGLE is out of 299. We know a ton of people have complete sets and they're never going to sell, and that would just be a completely ridiculous bottleneck situation. I think more likely is similar to what you were saying is it's, hey, maybe get five of these or maybe get some of the various sets. So it allows for, yes, it increases the value of that floor, uh, for that set, but it's not a, uh, you know, locking you into, you have to have this specific moment or anything like that. Um, what, what if it was like, what if it was, cause I see chat, you know, saying it would be too expensive to do S1, but okay. What if it was like, you know, something dynamic, like, you, you know, get, get one S S1 MGLE MGLE, and then, you know, get, get some of these and then maybe get some throwdowns or something like they, they have the capability to do all this stuff. So like, I think we're going to see something, um, something that combines all, like, maybe a few things here. I get to that. And um, I mean, we are purely guessing here, but we're just kind of taking cues from some of the from the clues that we've gotten along the way. And if we look back to a month or two ago is when they started kind of making it clear that, hey, S1 moments can and will be necessary for future challenges. Um, it's not only going to be forward looking. And so maybe this kind of becomes that culmination aspect um, it would definitely be a way to kind of uh, reward some of the people who were leveling up or uh, some of the people who have invested in the higher value moments. Um, but we'll see. I think we, we kind of just agree that it's not going to be your traditional everyday MGLE challenge. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll be continuing to, to monitor those over the next couple of days and, and see what, what happens next. And are we still on track for a hollow drop? Uh, are we expecting that? Uh, we haven't heard any any most we, recent update, have we? We know that Jacob today during the stream mentioned that the hollow drop will probably be a twice like twice as much of a collector score, so around that five thousand. Um, 
we don't have a timeline or anything like that. I think, you know, this was a good test that showed that the collector score was working. I think there's a bit better market sentiment coming back from it. I know we're about to jump into it, the Roham office hours through the um, girl dad raised the floor push through the collector score and really just that kind of culmination of all those events. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the hollow drop comes in the next, I'd say maybe next week. I don't know. Look at that smooth transition right into Roham's office hours. Maybe you can be the host of this show one day, Justin. So here we are. We had a jam-packed office hours with Roham on Friday, and producer Coop tweeted it out best, said cool, calm, collected. And to me, that was that was my favorite part or, or the most promising part for me. It, it wasn't so much what he said. I mean, I, I liked what he said as well, but it was kind of how he said it and the tone and the kind of quiet confidence and quiet understanding of, yes, we get where we are. We get that people are not happy with how the last couple of weeks have gone. Here's some of the plans that we have outlined to make sure that we take care of it. They continue to push that they are going to have a content roadmap going forward. So I think that as we've talked about on the show before that we're probably going to see a very different vibe in series three in terms of pretty much knowing ahead of time the majority of the packs and the moments that we can expect and the sets that we can expect for the course of the season. And then just, you know, re reiterating a lot of the, the same points that we've heard before, but I just think that hearing it from Roham, it, it seems to have generally increased sentiment again or, or got people back feeling good about Top Shot, feeling good about the, the future here. So curious if you guys were able to, to tune into Office Hours and what you thought of it. Library, you want to go first? Yeah, um, I I think it was good. You know, I, I think something that, you know, Depper didn't do well in the, in the past was keeping everyone optimistic about the future. Um, I think it's super important to keep the, you know, to, yeah, to, 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 ha to have something for the computing to keep looking forward to. When there's like, you know, months long of no communication or, or something like this, or, you know, there, there's this, you know, they're basically, it seemed like this office hours was just like a huge spike of like, you know, along with the blog post and everything, just like a huge spike of like a ton of cool stuff that's coming up. And, and you know, this is just like scratching the surface of what they can actually mention right now. So there's definitely a lot more being worked on that they, that they can't mention yet. So um, yeah, I'm just uh, uh, as optimistic as ever, um, happy that they're communicating, you know, more effectively, you know, I, I hope that there's more frequent, uh, you know, more frequent things like this um but maybe maybe the spike of information is like that that's their strategy just every every two months just like here's here's all the awesome stuff we're working on for the next quarter yeah and i think the most noteworthy thing about this office hours and this data dump or whatever you want to call it amount of information is how either receptive or adaptive to what they heard from the community um it's, it shows that they were listening um, some things around, well, this is the first time that Roham really said that like, hey, that burning will probably be something that happens in the future. Um, before there was a lot of hesitance around that for whatever reason. It could have been from a licensing, a legal thing, who knows? But like this was the first around that. Uh, the 5% potential rake back or the, you know, um, I'm trying to look at the words here that they use, but uh, distributing a portion of the marketplace feedback to moment holders. Retro retroactively answer, too. Retroactive, to right. Past. So 
people like library would very much like that. Um, <laughs> but in general, yeah, I've heard, I've heard you made a couple of transactions on the marketplace in your top <laughs> library, just a few. Definitely. And the people, I mean, obviously it's a, um, you know, credit that's proportional to how much you spent. Uh, people who spent the most are also people who are probably the most bullish on the platform and likely are going to put that money right back into the ecosystem. Um, and, you know, A, I think- It's true. Well, it's true. I, I, that's, that's a great I, point. I can't hold Dapper Balance. It's, you know, I, I, I suck at it. Yeah, no, completely, completely agree. And so that's a fantastic one that even if you know, everyone is receiving 5% of whatever they got back, so like everyone's pretty happy about that from just a kind of rebate aspect. But when you then think of also what that does to the ecosystem and the confidence that it gives, uh, you know, I think one of the biggest things is Top Shot in the current state is not in this for a money grab. And uh, when we saw the kind of like, oh, the throwdown pack was 149 or 150, and that was just a money grab. No, that was a testing that maybe it didn't work, but it wasn't because they wanted to get more money out of this. Uh, that's not what their long term is. They wanted to maybe, maybe they were following the Michael Levy aspect of if we raise the price, maybe we can see if that helps the market and stuff. Uh, we don't know why, but in this stage, they're always doing these testing. Um, and then the staking aspect was a new interesting one um, where, you know, talked about it from a DeFi sense where um, just it, it's another interesting way where uh, struggling with my words here, uh, but I liked it all. I liked it all. I thought there was a lot of positivity and Coop said it best where it's just calm, cool, collected. And uh, oh, here the roadmap. That's the last one. Series three will have the transparent content yep. roadmap. That's something that people have been clamoring for really wanting strong desire and that'll hopefully give people more confidence going forward and okay do i get this lamello now not knowing that there's going to be this lamello later on or these circulation counts or these packs or whatever it is i, I think that makes so much sense because then it becomes a game where we we know the rules ahead of time right i think that's what caught a lot of people by surprise after the february boom is that we had no idea what was coming next we did not know that there were going to be four more of a certain player have moments minted. We didn't know all the packs and sets that were going to be dropped into the ecosystem. So I think knowing that ahead of time, and we don't need to know 100% of them, but having a general idea of what, you know, 80% or so of the moments that we can expect and knowing that there's a cap on how many moments each individual player may have by the end of the series. I think that that allows you to plan for the future, right? And we can go into series three, treating it like the full series of, okay, here's, here's my plan my collection kind of strategy for the entire series. And I think that that's really going to be beneficial for, for everyone. Yeah. Agreed. Any other comments on this one? Any other, I guess we, we didn't really talk as much about the, the cool cats master challenge, kind of how that, how that played out. Do, do we think that the, so obviously what happened was that, the prices for the Cool Cats Master set or the Cool Cats set in general went ridiculous. And the reason that happened is that that was one of the, the easiest and, and more affordable ways to make yourself eligible for these upcoming pack drops. We saw it get as high as I think 4,400 as for the total set. I think it's back to, to 3,200 or so last I looked, maybe 3,000. But I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see a how that how, how that plays out between now and between the hollow icon pack drop. But then, you know, I'm also curious to see after. how 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 long will we see some kind of, in my opinion, goodwill for the cool cats people, right? Because I think that there's some level of 
dapper understanding and feeling the pain of anyone that completed the cool cats master were people that were likely in pretty early were likely pretty loyal collectors loyal to the platform most of them and granted i'm one of these people you, we got burned by it and you know is this like the final act of goodwill that we think that we'll see with regards to this or is there going to be kind of ongoing utility for for this master completers in the future yeah i'll jump um as a, as an anti-master challenger justin what <laughs> is your take i am not an anti-master challenger i uh i just listen to the numbers um <laughs> no i'm i mean i think i think the utility value that they added to the cool cats from a complete set was fantastic and uh that's why we've seen the prices kind of rise i think shortly after the challenge um it it hovered around like 1200 i believe it was um when they were still not sure of what the actual utility value would be then they announced that it'd be you get access to the discord and the future drops and people were not that excited about it prices dropped hovered around 900, which is right around where the challenge analysis projection initially was. Then once we found out the MGLE, and it was such a good job of the way they did it, because it's not just that they announced the high collector score of 2,500, which prevented a lot of people. It was also the prices the MGLE was only $24. So they made this thing very desirable while also making it very difficult to qualify for and that then led to, okay, now we have added significant utility value to these cool cats having the complete set. And so very happy for those people that did hold it, including you, TJ, you knew going in. And when we did the analysis, part of it was said like, hey, they can add utility value to this. That's obviously not something we can speculate with the market, um, but it, it worked out. Now, what's going to happen after hollow? That's where I'm probably concerned because they've said that this qualifies you through the end. Will people value being in that cool cats lounge? that they're going to create the discord um, or will we see those prices just kind of tank? And I think the indicative aspect is what we've seen with the cool cats prices over the past 24 hours where the top end actually increased in price, the lamello, uh, which is the bottleneck, but then the bottom also increased a little because I think they were cheaper to kind of for collector score. Uh, but the middle range, those slash 10,000 slash 15,000 started dropping in price because if it's not part of a complete set, it doesn't have utility value going forward. And there's only gonna be what, 2,900 and chain that can be part of a complete set because of the Lamello bottleneck. Well, yeah, what are your thoughts you, on did Cool you, Cats? Did you yeah. complete the Cool Cats Master? What, what's your, yeah, what, of what's your Cool Cats take? Of course. I, I, I still have my Lamello pack though. Ooh, oh, the number one's still out there, right? Oh, or did someone open today? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess I was curious, like, is this Cool Cats, um, is the lounge, is it going to go past, um, you know, this series? It's going into series three and it's going to be the same Discord. Like, they're going to have a Master Challenge next series. So is it going to be the same Discord? Like, I guess I guess that's not, that's not certain to me. Um, but I have a feeling that, you know, that this Cool Cats lounge or whatever it's called, like, I have a feeling that Dapper's going to make it super awesome. Like... It, it, like they'll they'll do their best to to you know whatever it is if it's guests and events and giveaways or like whatever like it, it's going to be absolutely epic um like <laughs> we heard from Rohan, right so uh you know especially with i i think to to get into like the club for top shot for you know however much the, the set costs i i think it's like I, I i did the gamble as well so i i think it's i think it's uh I think it's going to be worth it in the end of like how how epic the off season and everything's going to be. 
Yep, I like that. And there was one thing. So Mike G mentioned, uh, which I which I forgot about, but I don't think it'll be after Hollow because it'll also get them eligible for the end of the series, which will include the finals legendary. Yes, very true. Um, and so the question is, what happens after that? And as you said, you know, Justin, I hope you're right. I hope they do find ways to kind of add that utility too. Um, and uh, some of it though probably will be just kind of having kind of having faith that it will because it's not like they're going to be able to, they unlikely, they're unlikely to be able to kind of put out a roadmap and saying like, hey, here's why this lounge is going to be so cool, X, Y, Z. Um, but maybe they can tease, maybe they can give a little of the flavor and then you just got to kind of stay tuned. Um, but sounds cool. Yeah, but, but you know, I also think this Cool Cats, because, you know, one thing that I think Dapper maybe didn't do the best in the past is try to get like community feedback and, and that type of stuff. I think maybe being part of this Cool Cats uh, master challenge and everything in the lounge you know, you have maybe a front row seat to to Dapper and maybe, um, it, you know, giving giving feedback and, and that type of stuff. I, I hope at least. A 2,000 person collector's council may not be the worst idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Your collector's council. All righty. You know what? We've got we've got two exciting little segments here to end the show. First, we're going to to go ahead and segue into the if I can find, there it is. We've got the Underdog Weekly Pick'em coming up next here. So, folks, go ahead. Check out underdogfantasy.com. We've still got a ton of, of NBA action going on at Underdog. We've got the, their drafts, their nightly pick'ems where you can take your favorite player, pick some over-unders on different stat lines for how they're going to perform that night. A nice way to, to get some action on the NBA in addition to everything that we've got going on with Top Shot. And, of course, they've got all their, their best ball contests for those folks that are into the NFL. I know that we've got a, a resident best ball pro over here, Mr. Herzig. I, I myself have been dabbling in a couple of best ball drafts. I, I tend to auto-draft too much. I just, like, forget. So there's a lot of fish like me out there that are just forgetting that they enter drafts and end up auto-drafting. So if you're going to be someone that's actually paying attention and being sharp during your draft – you're probably going to have an advantage, but I've been having a, a ton of fun with the draft. So head on over underdogfantasy.com, promo code OTM. Make your first deposit and you will get $25 free that you can use to enter the best ball mania, among other things. Let's do it. We're going to check out our selections from last week. So as we know, we had producer coupon. We did not have a guest, so it was down to the three of us and while we have become accustomed to everybody being in the red each and every week, that was certainly not the case this week. Everybody was well in the green, but yours truly squeaks it out over producer Coop. The poor guy, he's shaking his head in the background, plus 50% on his moment for the week, and he still cannot get himself on the board, which means that the goose egg stays <laughs> And we still, I mean, goodness, we're six weeks into this coop, still zero. Yeah, you really do hate to see it. We've who got was Justin the guest? Who was the guest who got us on the board? I think it was Richie, Brett Richie. Was it? I, okay. I think he got on the board with his Chris Middleton pick, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, library, you are now going to be next on the clock here. This is where we we go ahead. We pick our series one base moment that we think is going to perform the best from a percentage game perspective over the next week. I'm going to go first and I'm going back to the well here. Joel Embiid, my goodness, uh, what a, what a horrid performance by my Sixers the other night. Just absolutely terrible. I was checking out 
otmnft.com, checking out the the last 24 hours. And Bede was, I think, like bottom five in terms of uh, he had like a 20% pullback over the last 24 hours. I'm sure largely related to the injury, related to the fact that the Sixers just got – I, they didn't end up getting crushed with the final score, but I mean, it, it wasn't really a game to begin with. So going back to the well, hoping that that my man can get healthy and put out a performance here over the next couple of games. Justin, the goat bear. Yeah, I'm going with Rudy Gobert. Um, so a couple things here. First off, I think he's going to just be a matchup nightmare from a defensive standpoint against the Clippers. Um, I think if they're going to win the series uh, with Jazz and playing fantastic, I think he's going to be, play a major role. Um, so that's, I think from a short-term stance, from a pricing wise, um, you know, we always get that kind of big man issue with top shot, but, uh, he's got one of the more rare, uh, the non slash 1000s, but for the top shot debuts out of that 1358, his price is only 212 when compared to the guys around him puts him at a substantial value. Uh, so he's someone that I think, uh, well, you know, see opportunity, not only as short-term with these, uh, playoffs, but also long-term at his current value. And, uh, Defensive player of the year might be announced soon. Um, they did coach of the year today. So uh, if they announce that during the uh, during this upcoming week, I could see that giving a little boost as well. Love Very it. good choice. Very good choice. Producer Coop trying to get on the board here. He went with Trey Young. Did not give you know much of an explanation this time around. Was trying to feed his kid at the same time <laughs> as making his pick, which honestly, with the way you've done so far, that's probably your best bet. So <laughs> just kind of, you know, randomly, boop, I'm going to take Trey Young because why not? So I think you're probably going to get on the board now, Coop. Library. DeAndre Ayton. Yes, this is my underdog. This is this is like I think people are Look at that underdog. I, look at you. I didn't even tell you to do that. Good job. I know. I know. Good I'm job. Such a good plug, but uh, yeah, exactly. So I think as more and more people tune in and actually watch the Suns and and realize that uh, Aiden is like really, yeah, really good, um, especially being uh, so early in his career. And you know, uh, I think there's tremendous upside, and he he's gonna have yeah, he's gonna have a very long career. And I think the Suns are gonna do very well, and they have a chance even this year to you know pull it out. And like going against the Nuggets, you know, I think they're um, you know they're slight favorite going against the Nuggets, so. You know, they're playing a bunch of games. So I guess in a week, you know, I think it has a decent chance to, you know, do well in this uh, on this contest. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Aiden is definitely the underrated, the underdog of that team that has played a pivotal role uh, throughout this year. Um, and it's going to be a fun series. Uh, you know, at OTM, we are big Jokic fans and we're big Chris Paul fans. Um, we have Devin Booker Cosmic. We've got the Jokic Cosmic. There's a lot of mixed feelings going on right now in the OTM household, but uh, we know that's going to be an exciting series. Yeah, it's Chats loving all the picks. Good job, us. Shout out to us. It, it Go Bear is an interesting one in this community, or, or even just anywhere, right? Because you know the whole like you know patient zero type thing, and and you know the the you know drama narrative with uh, Mitchell, and it he's. It, it seems like, yeah, he's a little bit underappreciated for what he actually does in the court. If you're going to take, if you take away, if you take away, like, you know, the drama and any of the stories and such, I think uh, Gobert is just un, underappreciated on on uh, Top Shot or prob probably in sports cards and collectibles, just in general. Yeah, I mean, I think it, like we saw it with Dwight Howard as well. Um, you know, after you win a couple of the defensive player of the years, like there were times, there was a short 
three to four, three to five year period where he was one of the best players in the league and definitely one of the most exciting players in the league, just the impact that he would make in a game. Um, and I think part of Gobert is he plays in Utah. He's on the West Coast. That game's going to start at what, like 10? No, that's not tonight. That's the next one. But those games are always starting like at 10 o'clock, 1030. It's hard to watch those games and see it when you combine that kind of defensive, you know, defensive stands, the tall guy, the big man. He's not putting up the big points uh, combined with a team that's just not on TV much for the, you know, most of the country. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, big, big, big defensive men don't get like they generally don't get the hobby love that they deserve. But, you know, I don't know. But, but like even even with that taken in consideration, I, I think it's still a little bit undervalued just because it's like you like you said thir like 1358 like uh you know you look at the rest of them they're all at like 3k so it's um yeah it just seems like a little bit of an out outlier yeah i'm not going to tout market cap but uh the market cap numbers look pretty good at that price all right good picks everyone i think i think we're on onto something strong here but i think that the people would love to see a rare pack opened a rising stars pack guys we have 99 likes we got to get to 100 <laughs> oh i'm ready for this 99 giveaway. likes come on somebody somebody hit the like button get us to 100 justin who do we need to give credit to uh over at the top shot crew is it dumbo is it jacob uh i know uh you know a very generous and uh your partnership with them and then uh you know obviously we got to give courtside collectors a shout out for helping facilitate yeah, like lately, Al Dumbo has been like the front end, and you know, I, I'm sure it's Jacob that uh, helps on the back end. But uh, yeah, Al Dumbo's he's honestly he's been kind of the MVP for me like the last few weeks. He's just been like since he joined Dapper, he's just been like he's been super active and super helpful. Uh, he's been my kind of go-to guy. So yeah, shout out to him. I think he's been MVP for a lot of the community as well. Um, even before he took that, you know, full-time um, position, he was still playing such a solid role and he's been able to help Boston, the OTM community a couple of times. And we've had some issues from a personal stance. He was really helpful. Got us that Chris moneymaker rare pack as well. So uh, yeah, MVP for the Dumbo. Love it. Shout out <laughs> to the Dumbo. Also shout out to me. I think I had an internet issue and, and so my, my likes weren't, I was not trying to intentionally lie to you guys, but apparently we, we were already well over a hundred. Oh, that wasn't on purpose. What a shell. What a shell. So should I, uh, should I, uh, yeah, let's, let's have you share. Let's okay. do it. All right. So we're giving so, you access to share screen. What yeah. you're going to need to do is when you go to Chrome tab, there will be a button that says uh, Chrome audio or something around audio. All right. A little check. Do you see it? Yep. Boom. We got you. And so how are we doing this? So there's going to be about five moments in this pack. Um, I'm not sure. I think it might be more. I don't know. I was trying to think through. Is it five? Well, I guess once he clicks, we'll see. And the rising star. But it is the intention to give one moment to uh, like do X yeah, number of so. giveaways? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's up to you guys. Like whatever's yeah, whatever's the most most fair. This is us just figuring it out right now. I think that's fine. I, I think the more the merrier. We'll just spin the wheel. But the problem yeah. is, if we want to verify that people are in the chat, like that could get tough. We'll do our best. Um, we got the retweets. We at least have their Twitter accounts. If you do win, you need to D DM us the 
premium moments, we will definitely make sure that we give them okay. to people who are in Let's chat. Let's do that. Let's I do believe that. it's going to be a rising the star. moment. You have to be in the chat. The other ones, maybe we'll be a little more flexible. Rising star and seeing star, I believe are in this pack. Cause remember when we did it with moneymaker, um, mm. I think those two. Okay. So the rising star and the seeing star, you have to be in the chat for the common ones. Whoever spins, we'll, we'll give them a chance to reach out to us after the fact. Okay. That makes Perfect. sense. All right, cool. Let's do it. I think you are muted in the top left, FY. Oh, do you want the, oh, how do I do this? You got it, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, just really loud. Is it okay? It's not that loud for me, actually, at all. No. Is it loud for you, library? It sounds like it is. Yeah, it's like coming out through my monitor. All right. All right, we can get rid of it. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we can get rid of it. Okay. All right, let's, 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 uh, yeah, I'll, I'll mute it for a sec. Okay, so we All got right. seven of these. As we said, mm -hmm. the blue down at the bottom will be our rising star. One of the other non-designated uh, ones, I believe, will be a seeing star. And then the rest should be commons, if my memory serves me right. Cool. And so what, what, are, we, what are we doing again? We're doing uh, rare to anyone that did the contest and is also in chat? Yes, yep. correct. And we'll open yeah, so them we'll all open up them now. All, and then we'll spin the wheel. And then uh, okay, we'll, got it. we've got Coop. producer Coop in the background <laughs> working hard. Okay, we got a Top Shot debut. All right. Wendell Carter Jr. Do you guys play the moments every single time? Um, we can. Why not? Let's have a little fun. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we have the Wendell Carter Jr. Okay, we got a 27,000. Oh, T. Ross. Terrence. Yeah, T. Ross. A little dunk. A little oop. A little alley-oop. I like that. That could have gone to either of them. He's really cool too. He has his own uh, Twitch channel. He plays like uh, Call of Duty, uh, yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, like quite a lot. Nice, nice. It I was in this Discord. Like... Ooh, I was in this. Oh, there oh, we go. look at that! There it is. Your That's boy. A solid serial too for the Rudy Gobert. So for those uh, listening at home, number two ninety three out of ten thousand. Rudy Gobert. That's very strong. That's very strong. Also, I agree with Nathan. Shout out to Coop. Feeding babies, making picks, <laughs> making wheels. The guy is a utility man. They talk about utility in Top Shot. I'm talking about utility <laughs> when it comes to producer Coop. The guy can do it all. Love it. Love it. All right. Next up, we got a 2-7. Two, 2-8-7. Seven. Two, seven, Jalen Brown. Oh, all dunk. right. Coming inside. Oh, there is like no it. defense there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Literally no defense. He's wearing a Celtics jersey, but it looks like an all-star game highlight. <laughs> Coming in with a 7247. We got a four-digit. Oh, Cole Ooh. Anthony, two badger. Buzzer beater. Yeah, that's a great one. Oh, that's game fun. winner. Game that's winner. That's a nice one. That's a good one. Speaking of your boy Harrison Barnes, love his moment with just the <laughs> shooting that three from the side buzzer beater. Uh almost a shame it's a comment for how good of a moment it was. Yeah, you know it's 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 interesting. You want to you want to make moments like accessible, but at the same time, you, you other people want uh, the best plays to be like rares and legendaries. Yeah. So they try to find a balance, but uh, like yeah, I, I wonder how many rookies have had buzzer beaters just in general. Like that seems super rare to actually happen for a rookie to get the ball for a game winning shot. Yeah, I love it. You are pumping up the value of this before you even gift it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, we got Mr. Rebound. Another oop. Clint Compella with the alley oop, yeah. I like that. Cool. This is, I mean, I guess it's always the case with the Rising Star pack, but solid pack. Here we go. 
Rising Star. Sacramento Kings. Is it a Halliburton? Uh, oh, Halliburton. There it is. That is that's a that's good. That's definitely. Uh, I think that's the second best rising I was about star. To say, it's got to be one the of the best ones, if not the best. I'll take a look. I'm trying to remember. It's got to be up there. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I was eligible for this giveaway, man. You didn't retweet? Oh, silly you. <laughs> Imagine one of us winning our own giveaway. I've done it a couple times just for the enjoyment of like, oh yeah, I won. Now I get to go spin again for the lols. <laughs> All right, rising stars. Top of it is all right. So Lamelo and Lamelo is also there as not a challenge reward, and that's the highest. But then Halliburton is the next one. Um, but two hundred five in the marketplace. That's a that's a solid pack. And then obviously the Go Bear was a great serial number for the seeing star. Yeah, sweet. Let's do it up. All right. So producer Coop is, I believe, going to share his screen. From behind the scenes, because he's got the cool looking OTM wheel. Look at this guy. Just I know this is a little backwards, TJ, but let's do the Go Bear and then the Halliburton to start off, because then it'll give a bit more time for people to find them either in okay. chat or like to it. DM us. Um, I like yeah, it. so if you win, make sure you DM us on Twitter. Um, that is the way that we can keep track. We can find out your top shot name. If you're in chat, also put it in chat. Have some fun, but we'll definitely be checking the DMs as well. So and don't uh, and don't try and pretend that it's you. We haven't had someone do that in a while, but I know that these are good moments. But uh, <laughs> producer Coop will see right through it. He's like a like a James Bond. Yeah, agent. library. We had a guy uh, who actually we had two people who did it for the same moment. I think it was like a solid LeBron, <laughs> but they basically changed their username to one letter or like an L instead of a one. Um, and then DM us trying to pretend they were that person. Like, <laughs> not working. Uh, that's clever. All right, let's spin it. Good luck, oh. everyone. Oh, Jonathan Silsby has jokes. I don't see my name. Yeah, right. Can't see any names. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's so this is, for the, this is for the Rudy Gobert. This is for the Rudy. We'll do Rudy, then Halliburton. Rudy. Give people time Rudy, to claim. Rudy. Rudy. Rudy, Rudy, collector, 5991. If that sounds like a bot, I don't know. But <laughs> as we said, you have to be either in chat or DM us on Twitter. Um, so we will give that a couple minutes while we go through the others. But um, Coop, if you can make a note, please, collector, 5991 for the Rudy Gobert. Congrats to collector, 5991. Halliburton, this is the big one. I, I'm excited. There's so many names in that way. Ryan says, at least it's not Flipper 991. Trust the Pastas. I like that name. All right. Flip. Trust the Pastas. Rent, rent Seeker 5991. Uh, trust the Pastas. Congratulations. Let's see. Literally, someone else just made the same joke. Rent Seeker 5991. Well done. Um, if either of you are in chat, Please say you are in chat. Send us a DM. We will check the DMs. Um, otherwise, we will have to spin again after we spin for all these comments. Um, so how many do we have now? We need to do five spins for the comments, TJ? Now we need five more spins, yep. We're going to keep T Cooper. We're going to keep Coop busy. Spin away. All right. 
Roto Dub. Oh, um, so we will go back. We will do it in the order that we pulled these commons because um, I do not remember who they were, what they were. Uh, this one will be the Top Shot debut um, for the player that I forgot who it was. Uh, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. There you go. Good memory. Okay. Good, good. Um, then I believe this next one is Terrence Ross. Yep. Terrence Ross next. Coop, can you give a thumbs up? You're good behind the scenes tracking yeah, all this. Yeah, he's, he's hitting in the private chat. He's oh, perfect. Okay. Doing it all. Oh, and he's telling me Terrence next. Okay. Ariz underscore Lashani. Congratulations, Ariz. That is the Terrence Ross. Okay. Coming up next, Coop, what do you got for us? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Okay. This was the all-star lookalike game with no defense. Big dunk. There we go. We got some – look at that, TJ. We got some shortcuts. We got some boosts. We got some luck. I like some it. Luck. I love it. Hey, whatever whatever you got to do. <laughs> One of these days. Don't worry about me gets the Jalen Brown. Congratulations. Don't worry about me. Okay, we got a couple more. Um, I know that Capella, I think, was last. We got Cole. Okay, so now we're going with the game winner. Yeah. Two Badger, rookie. Let's see what we can get from Cole. Spinning that wheel. And we still have not heard, at least in chat. So T Patron 12. Congratulations. John, Jonathan with a great question in the chat. Coop, where were you when TJ went live when he wasn't supposed to? That was <laughs> that was a fun one. <laughs> We Library, uh, one time I was supposed to be recording, just recording a podcast to send after. And I was probably like five minutes in. And then I noticed people were in the chat and I was like, oh, I am live right now. And I'm not supposed to be at like 9 a.m. Yeah, was at like 9 a.m. I was so flustered the rest <laughs> of the podcast. I was like, oh, my God, this is not what I was hoping for. There you go. Tyler Petroni's in the chat. Congratulations. With there we the go, Tyler. Double Badger Cole. Well Congrats. done. All right, and now uh, our final common will be the Clint Capella. And then we may have to do some backups because we have not gotten any DMs yet for the initial winners. No, we have not. Brad Clapper. Brad Clapper, congratulations for the Clint, Clip Clint Capella. I like it. Okay, but... We have to run a couple more now. I think we do. I think we do. All right. So the way that we'll do this is we'll we'll spin it another couple times, um, and then it'll be in order. Um, what is our order? We'll go the order that they, you know, in case they don't show up. So first we'll do the Rudy. Then we'll go back to the um, Halliburton, and we'll probably do four of them and hope that we eventually have a winner who is in chat. And if we fail enough times. We're just going to have Coop quickly find out who's in chat and we'll figure it out. Nah, that'd probably yep. take a while. Uh, hold on. We got, we got, oh, we got the Cole Anthony DM. Never mind. We're good. Okay. Yeah, that's Petroni. Cool, cool. All right. So this is for the Go Bear backup. Teddy Pie E. Teddy Pie E. Teddy Pie E. Go Bear. Okay, hopefully we see that. Oh, Brad Clapp. Look at this. All the people who won the commons are the ones that are showing up in chat. Oh. 
I'm still glad. Congratulations on the coin compatible. Yeah, Brad. still congrats. They're still solid moments for sure. Yeah, I see someone talking about Brooklyn going off. Brooklyn just put up at 103 to 70 right now. Oof, that's all without Harden. That's uh, this team's good. Let's spin another. Okay, so this is initially going to be our backup for the Halliburton. Oh, Sergeant Stogie. Wow. Sergeant Stogie always wins, I feel like. This is his second time winning, um, but I have not seen him in the chat tonight. Oh, Ooh. Sergeant Stogie, if you are oh, not in the Sergeant Stogie, you better be in here. He's a regular, but. <laughs> he is. You still got to be here tonight. Got to be here. Okay. Let's, oh, oh, he's here. Sergeant he's Stogie. here. <laughs> well done. Gosh. Just Good job. He's been here. Oh, he's been here. Yeah, okay. Congrats, Sergeant Stogie. Okay, so now we're still looking for the Rudy Gobert backup. So uh, we'll still, in case that person does, but obviously it's going kind of quick, so we'll still give them a chance to uh, respond. But if not, let's get maybe one or two more spins. Let's do it. Corey, didn't you say it was rigged and then you won the next time you said that? Was that yep. Corey? Yeah, I see your strategy here. It's, it's definitely a strategy. People yeah, have Brian used the reverse there. rigged. Okay. Oh, Brilliant Green. That's another regular. There you go. But have Brilliant seen, Green in the chat? Have we seen Brilliant Green tonight? Brilliant Green. All right. We'll give him some time. Brilliant Green is in the building. Still nothing in the DMs from any of the early ones. <laughs> Guys, you need to put an exclamation point before the rig if you want the, the trick to work. <laughs> there Brilliant it is. Green. Oh, we both clicked it at the same yeah. time. Congrats, okay, cool. Brilliant Green. So we will still give those people who were a couple minutes before you guys Stogie and Brilliant Green in case we do get a DM from them in the next, we'll say, five, ten minutes. Otherwise, it's going to both of you. So uh, Library, thank you very much. Dumbo, thank you very much. Uh, I had a blast today. Um I didn't get an MGLE. I got a rebound. That rebound probably has like multiple jersey numbers in it. So we are flying high today. We're good. This glass still half full, even though I've been drinking. That was good to good to be back, Library. Thank you so much for joining us. Any final words that you have for the people, and also tell them where they can find you so they can hit you up with some follows and some listens on your YouTube channel. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. Um, yeah, Library uh, underscore NFT on Twitter. And then uh, at first row on Twitter as well for courtside collectors. Um, final words, I don't know. I'm just going to watch the Nuggets and Suns tonight. Stoked. Um, I don't know who I have. I'm kind of rooting for both teams. So <laughs> I think it'll be fun either way. I love it. Um, and you're behind this big playoff you know, challenge that was going on. Oh, yeah. how's, how's your bracket looking? Uh, it's looking okay. Let me, let me just take a quick look. I was in the top. 100 okay i'm 127 now okay uh out of over like about 3,000 entries so it's pretty good so top 100 got yeah. packs i think it's like top 10 get like a rare pack and then like there's like a bunch of cool cats packs and a bunch of common packs um yeah su super excited no one has a perfect bracket because if you got a perfect bracket you had a chance to win like a million dollars through nba.com so you know extra incentive there 
and I mean, I'm just even sure for the top shot one, a lot of people probably took the Lakers and I'm going out early, you know, breaking brackets. Uh, so I love it. And then one more question. What's the origin behind library or the name kind of what's that story? Yeah. I was trying to figure out like, a, like a name online that's like unique. So I was trying to figure out like how I can make like an English word. That's not really an English word. So I was combining February and library and it just library. And it's, it just sounds like someone's trying to like correct someone on the pronunciation of library. It's just like, no, 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 it's library. <laughs> it's like the nuclear version of library. I like it. <laughs> love exactly. It. Love it. Love it. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks to everyone that's listening back after the fact. Justin and I will be back on Wednesday. We will also be having producer Coop join us at the end of the show to open up his MGLE pack there. But that's going to do it for this evening. It was good to be back. And so let's go ahead and call it an evening. So on behalf of Justin, on behalf of our special guest, Mr. Library, and on behalf of producer Coop behind the scenes, I am TJ Lasig, and we will see you guys next time.